You're listening to the Live Happier Longer podcast, episode 34. Welcome to the Live Happier Longer podcast. We're your hosts, Molly Watts and Angela McDade. We are here to help you build the habits of a happier, longer life, starting now. Hey, Angela. Hey, Molly. How are you? I'm not too bad at all. How are you? Excellent. I'm well, thank you. So you are kind of a photographer. Yeah, I like to take pictures. Yep. Yeah, and you've got kids who are definitely... Yeah, uh, Rebecca and Neve are both really, they're they're really good photographers. Something Mm -hmm. they just did in high school and just have a really good eye eye for it. Yeah, the eye for it, a good composition. Mm -hmm. Um, We're doing something a little different today on our our podcast, um, talking to a photographer who we connected with and and saw in his photos just some beautiful composition and stories. Yeah, the the photographs themselves are just beautiful. And, you know, the whole picture has a thousand. thousand. Yeah, yeah. yeah, So it's, it's, um, it's just lovely. And he backs up this picture with with the actual story behind it so you 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 make up your own story looking at it but then you get the the real story behind it and it's so interesting yeah and it was certainly interesting to us because Mm -hmm. of the subject matter the project that he shot is called or that he is shooting is Mm -hmm. called the oldest state yeah and it's uh he's doing it in maine uh, where he lives, and it's because Maine is demographically the oldest state. Yeah, which was <laughs> surprising to us. Yeah. yeah, learned something there. So here's our conversation with Jason Smith. Hey, Jason. Hi, Jason. Hey, how are you guys? Hey, we're great. Thanks so much for taking the time to talk with us today. We're, we're super sure. excited. We just talked a little bit in our introduction about what you do, basically, that you know, you're a photographer, and a little bit about your project, the oldest state, but let's dive a little deeper into that and really what sparked your interest, where it started, and just kind of give us a, a the backstory on this project, the oldest state. Uh, well, it started uh, probably, it's been about a year now. Uh, I started out, I live Maine, and uh, a lot of people talk about uh, Maine being the, the oldest state, demographically speaking, there's uh, uh, more people who are older living here than anywhere else. And, um, and so a lot of times it's kind of looked at as almost, um, almost sort of a negative aspect mm-hmm. uh, of the state in some ways. And, and I just, I, I never really saw it that way. I always saw it as a, a great resource for information and for stories and um, for learning about different people. And every time I've gone out on different assignments or done different things around the state, I've always really enjoyed working with, with the people who are older and, and had really great life stories to tell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's, I mean, it's amazing. I don't think that everyone, I certainly wouldn't have thought that Maine, you know, demographically would be an old state. I would think people, I mean, I kind of look at Maine as being, or my, my, I've never been to Maine, just mm-hmm. saying that first <laughs> off, I've never been there. Come visit. I do, I want to, yeah. I, I love, I would love to. <laughs> it's a beautiful um, place. I think that my perception of it is that it's kind of rugged and there's, yeah. 
the weather can be kind of harsh and the, I don't know, just that's the, my feel for it is that it's mm-hmm. a little more rugged. So I guess it doesn't, in my mindset, you know, when I think about older demographic, I think Arizona and Florida, that's what I, that's, yeah. that's my people, perception. Yeah. People choose, choose to go like, live. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Most people do move. Yeah. Most people do think of, uh, of those states. Those are the first states that usually pop into your mind when you think about people who are older and of retirement age, but, um, yeah, Maine and all those things are true. It's a, uh, it's a rugged place. Weather can be pretty unpredictable and, and tough sometimes, but, uh, the, the people who live here, uh, live here because they love it. Uh, they've been here. Most of them have been here, uh, if not their entire lives, then, uh, most of their lives and really just enjoy what Maine has to offer. And uh, mm-hmm. I think it's, it's those people and uh, those um, personalities that really make the state what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and it's funny thinking about it as a negative uh, mm. thing. To me, that would be a, a more positive thing. It's like people yeah. really live a long life up there that's there must be something going on that makes me <laughs> so right yeah that's kind of our people that's the people mm-hmm. you know the the our our focus is on aging with optimism and on mm-hmm. building the habits of a longer happier life and we mm-hmm. talk about these these five daily actions and really they're they're actions that we want people to take you know starting now starting in midlife starting whenever but they're all sustainable um throughout your whole life into your 80s, your 90s, you know, as long as you live. And I think that the, what we found when we were looking at your project, The Old Estate, was some just vivid examples Mm -hmm. of our five daily actions and people that Mm -hmm. just have incorporated those lifestyle habits organically into their lives. Mm -hmm. And so I want to talk about a few of those um, a few people that we, I mean, there were some mm-hmm. just fantastic yeah. examples. We loved it. And, and, you oh, know, thanks. we're going to, we're going to put the link to uh, your website and all your social and our stuff, but Thank you. we want to really encourage people to go check it out and um, see all your great work because the, the portraits themselves yeah, are really just cool. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. So one of the stories that really uh, captured us or, you know, that we thought, okay, she's just, you know, she's just looks wonderful and fun mm-hmm. and like a great example of living that happier, longer life was Anne Bradford, who mm-hmm. I think you said in your stuff, you got to take a hike with. Yeah. Yeah. Short hike. Um, yeah. She, she's an incredible person. She went, she lives out on uh, Mount Desert Island. She's uh, pretty close to Acadia National Park and she makes it her mission every year to climb to the top of each summit of each uh, mountain in the park every every year and so that's that's her goal and she goes out and she hikes in in groups with with people she knows and has a good time and um yeah i mean it's uh i've hiked quite like a few 80, of those she's 82 yeah she is, yeah. yeah she's still yeah. doing it yeah she's, and yeah, she's incredible and and one of the most positive people you'll meet and uh lots of energy and and just a really fun person to be around really enjoyed working with her yeah and these hikes are not just a, a little stroll they're they're you know challenging enough yeah <laughs> well, yeah some of them are, are pretty technical yeah. so um so it's yeah it's it's an impressive feat for sure there's not a lot of people who can say they do that every year and she's done it consistently for for several years now and plans on continuing and you know just just 
getting the time to do all those hikes and having the weather cooperate enough that you're able to do all that in summer is, is, you know, not always the easiest thing to do either. Mm -hmm. So, right. Super cool. Just super cool. I mean, I love that. And like I said, I mean, so many of us at, I mean, that's 82. Come on, come on. You can, you know, there's no excuses. There's no excuses. Um, yeah. Yeah. And another guy, I mean, this one I think was just like quintessential Maine to both of us. Yeah. <laughs> that was Andy, um, Andy, the oh, lobster Andy. man. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Andy, Andy was, uh, Andy's great. He's been, um, he has been living on the same piece of property right on the water, uh, for a really long time. Uh, his, he's, He'd been working those waters. I think he got his first fishing license when he was a really young boy. And he's been uh, actually his first lobster license mm-hmm. when he was a really young boy. And he's been doing it ever since. And he's, um, he's kind of an icon in the world of, of lobster men. And um, even his house in Stonington is something that uh, has been featured many times in paintings and oh, really. Uh, postcards and calendars and things like that just because it it just has that sort of iconic yeah that the, look and uh and to him it you know he wasn't setting out to to make it look <laughs> yeah. that way that's just how he lives his life yeah. and um and so yeah we had a, a really really cool visit with him and he took us even took us out on his uh his lobster boat for a little while and nice. uh, he's an interesting guy did you get to eat the lobster no, we didn't have any lobster that day, but uh, but his, his his boat's pretty quick. They have um, lobster boat races up here. Oh wow! Uh, for fun, and he's got his uh, his boats pretty maxed out on engine power. <laughs> he's won the races plenty times. So oh, that's funny. And, plenty of times. Yeah, and he's eighty-eight and still out there doing his thing. Yeah. Yeah, he was he was still pulling pulling yeah. traps and didn't have any trouble navigating and doing all of it yeah Yeah. i think he like it like to me like i think if if somebody had a lobster brand i think i would want andy as like my you know brand image i think he just looks like (laughs) the iconic um i don't know the iconic main lobster the whole thing and um yeah just great and i think the pictures that you took just really capture Mm. like they're just there's so much life going on in that man's face you know it's yeah. so yeah. it's oh, so yeah. good it was great yeah had a great great sense of humor and uh we got to spend some time with his wife as well and she was great she was uh, really awesome they had lots of stories to tell from years of of living down there and doing that work essentially what i love fun, and, fun yeah. yeah what i love about a lot of these stories that, you know, you're telling with your photos and the, and the pictures and the, just the people that you've met is that just like you said, like Andy wasn't, you know, setting out to be an iconic figure of Maine lobster, you know, commerce. He, but his life is just, I mean, he is, you know, and Mm -hmm. you, you share a lot of people that are just, you know, I mean, a grave digger, you know, they're, they're not, these are not like, um, celebrity type jobs yeah, exactly. yeah. glamorous jobs no. they're it's people yeah, just no. living their they're life living their lives and they're very you know i mean grave digging's hard work that's gotta be oh hard. yeah it's it's really hard yeah i have a hard time just digging a, a small hole in our backyard to <laughs> plant put a something plant. in there yeah <laughs> right it's, it's uh, there's a lot of big 
rocks and things to contend with. So, but he was uh, really proud of his work. That I, I mean, oh, absolutely, like, yeah, he very invested. Felt and, it was calling, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. which is just yeah. you know, amazing, amazing stuff. Yeah. So, what do you? I mean, in all of this, in all of these stories and these people, you know. Mm-hmm. Do you think, I mean, did you set out with the expectation of this happening and kind of like, or has it just been one of those things where it just keeps going and going and you're enjoying it and you're learning so much that you just, you know, you have can't, keep yeah, you going. have to yeah. keep on going. Yeah. Um, yeah. I certainly didn't expect the, uh, the support that it's gotten so far and, and just the kind of participation that uh, the level of participation that's happened not just between me and, and other people I photograph but from people around the state who reach out to me when they see this stuff to either tell me about somebody they know or sometimes just to thank me for for doing what I'm doing and um, things like that really mean a lot when people take the time to to yeah. reach out and stuff like that yeah so I yeah I feel at this point I feel like I have to kind of keep going forward I um not just because I think people are interested in seeing more of the project, but also because I'm interested in seeing and meeting more of, of the people out there in the state I don't know about yet. And I have a long list of, of people already that I've put together from recommendations that people have sent me. And, um, and I hope that I get the chance to, to get out there and meet every one of them. Yeah. So it, is, that, is that kind of how it started? Is that people, you did some research or people, you know, mm-hmm. how did you, when you first started, how did you find people? Uh, well, I first started out with just sort of an idea of people who were working in different kind of different veins of of Maine, uh, just different things that people did in Maine, and and so I you know I started out with the normal list of people you might expect the lobster industry and and things like that, but but it quickly went from just the stuff that you would expect to the stuff you wouldn't expect. Right. And, uh, and that's when it, I thought it really got interesting for me because I realized that there was even more out there for me to explore and learn about than, than I had first anticipated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm betting grave digging wasn't on your list first. <laughs> Not in a million years. No, I, mean, <laughs> no, I would have, I would have never expected somebody to still be digging graves by hand, uh, especially, at an advanced age and you know, for so long and right. that's but that was you know it was really really neat one of the things i bet or one of the things that i'm assuming maybe was part of that initial um investigation was mining just because i think that's a part of maine's yeah. culture as well and actually it wasn't oh really okay no, oh, no wow. it actually wasn't frank was uh that was another there was another miner um in the state who saw my work and recommended Frank to me. And so, uh, so I, I reached out to Frank and, and set that up. Well, yeah. And so that, that Frank's story I know was, I mean, there's a lot of Frank had a lot, a lot, going on a lot of life. stuff yeah. going on, um, yeah. just, beyond, uh, you know, beyond mining, but just, um, you know, his military history and that as well. Mm-hmm. I know you, you went and visited him and he shared his yeah. kind of a, he has kind of a, a mini museum down in his, in his basement. basement. Yeah, he, yeah. he really does. Um, you know, he has, he's collected samples from uh, Maine that have made their way to different museums around the state. Uh, I think he even has some stuff on display uh, in the Smithsonian and in, in DC. Uh, but he, 
also has, yeah, he has a smaller uh, museum in his, in his home that's really pretty elaborate and he's built all the shelving and um, different systems for moving the rocks and minerals around to see them in different lights and um, oh, yeah, wow. it was really, really neat experience. And um, so, yeah, I brought um, my son, Evan, who's really interested in, in that sort of thing. Um, I brought him with me to assist. He's 13. I brought him a, as an assistant on that shoot. And uh, so I got to set up for the photo while I was listening to him and uh, Evan talk. And he was giving Evan a tour and, and walking through all the different things. And, and those, it was a lot of fun to listen to uh, to them talk. And, and then, uh, yeah, and the really cool part was after our shoot, uh, Frank called me up and, and got my address and sent my son a really nice uh, sample with a nice note in it so that uh, he had something to remember the experience by. It was really touching. I didn't ever anticipate something like that happening. And um, and little things like that happen uh, every once in a while with these shoots. And and it's uh, it's really neat. It is. It's incredibly touching and neat. And it's also just reaffirms the fact that we have so much to learn from our, you know, yeah, from our older, older generations, generations. Yeah. and our, oh, younger, you know, and our younger kids, that, that connection. And, and we really owe it to ourselves. We owe it to our children to be around as long as we can, because, you know, that perspective that you can only gain. My, my dad just turned 91 this year and wow. his, his legacy that he has given us and given me and given, you know, that all of us, because he's been able to be here, um, mm -hmm. you know, is incredible. Yeah. And so it it's, uh, it's really wonderful that, you know, that Frank uh, was able to share that love of geology with Evan and, and just, you know, kind of, uh, he'll remember that always, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, he has the, the he has the mineral sitting on his shelf in his room with the with the little note from Frank and um and and it's and it just kind of goes on and on. Um, I I photographed someone uh, recently who was an engineering professor for a long time at the University of Maine and then um, is who is part of the the Maine logging uh, museum out here and it was something I didn't even know was here. Um, and I got the opportunity to go out there and, and learn about that. And, um, I'll be sure to take my family back there in the summer when it's open and, right. mm -hmm. and, and show them more of, of what I've experienced and help them learn more about some of the things that I've seen yeah. through this project. And it's really interesting. Yeah. And it's, you know, you, there's so much you didn't know you didn't know when you go on these things. Oh right? uh, yeah. It just is, it must be just such a, a great experience to go out and learn so much new stuff. Another, yeah, it really is. Another one of the ladies that you spoke with and another one who's getting up there in years, she's 88, I think, is uh, Jillian Rose, who oh, yeah. was uh, the biker. And mm -hmm. she's a biker and cross-country skis. I mean, both, I think. But just, Yeah, because sometimes the weather gets too bad. So <laughs> yeah. if you can't ride your bike, you <laughs> might as well ski. ski. <laughs> right? That's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, She, um, her son actually owns a bike shop in Orna called Rose Bikes. And so that's in, I ended, we've bought a lot of bikes from, uh, from them for our kids over the years. And, and I didn't know his mom 
was still riding and mm-hmm. someone else I had photographed recommended I talked to uh, talk to her about it and uh, Orno is a, is a place that has uh, a lot of really great mountain bike trails and a lot of good road trails and things like mm-hmm. that that people ride and uh, and so when I reached out to her I was I was really surprised at just how much she rides during the summer it was uh it was a really impressive amount of of uh, miles she had logged and and yeah and during the winter uh when she can't ride she's on the ski trails and we have a lot of those around here too so she's uh just trying to stay as active as she can and and do as much as she can so it was she was a lot (laughs) of fun it's amazing Our, our daily action number one is move And um, we say it's number one for a reason because it's really the most important thing in terms of keeping your body and your, your mental health, even Mm -hmm. um, at optimistic is, is continuing to move. And that doesn't mean you have to go out and log thousands of miles on your Mm -hmm. bike or cross country ski, but 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 if you can, (laughs) right. It's um, and she's just a, I mean, it was just a fun, vibrant, another vibrant example. And really, I think that's what we loved about all of these people was that, like I said, they're kind of all great examples of what we talk about all the time. And that's really just keeping an attitude and a, an actionable plan for keeping your life longer and happier. Mm-hmm. Sure. So I'm sure this isn't on your docket because I know you're kind of a main guy, but are there more states following? Are there more stories to tell? Or are you just, just going to stick to Maine? Um, I am willing to tell stories anywhere, um, mm-hmm. but Maine is is definitely a place that has, has stories out there to be told. Yet, uh, I I could probably shoot one of these portraits once a week and uh, never run out of stories to, really? to yeah. tell or people to photograph. Yeah, I really, mm-hmm. I really think I could, and um, and so that's that's kind of what I'm doing right now with this. Mm-hmm with this project, but, but of course I'm also doing, um, you know, other commercial work and editorial work as I, as I go along. So. Mm-hmm. Well, and like I said, you are, you, you do other work for your photography business and with some pretty big publications, but I think that we talked with you briefly before. And now since that time you've actually decided and it's coming together, you are going to put together the old estate into a book. I am. Yeah. Yeah. And that was, um, that was something I never really set out to do originally. That wasn't really my plan either. Um, that was something that I've gotten a lot of people say they really like this project and then they ask me what my plans are for it. And I Mm -hmm. say, well, I'm, you know, I'm not really sure yet. And (laughs) the more I've done it and the more people I've talked to, the more people just keep asking me, uh, to create a book for, for this project. And so, um, so I've, I've gotten together and with, uh, some designers and together the, the book at this point right now, um, it I'm selling, I'm pre-selling it on my website mm-hmm. as a way to, uh, kind of help generate some support for the project and all mm-hmm. the books that people purchase ahead of time before it's published, uh, will all get their own personalized signed copy, uh, sent to them before the, the book's available to the public. Nice. Yeah, that's so. I that's I'm, <clears throat> I'm so happy that you did that. I'm. I think it's going to be uh, fantastic. And like I said, all the portraits are just yeah, they're just beautifully yeah. shot, and they really do Thanks. tell the story. 
And I love the fact that, you know, this is kind of the, the, the way really good things happen and really good stories get told is, you know, you started with something, a seed, an idea, and, and you had no real motivation other mm-hmm. than to tell the story and take these yeah. photos and it just takes a life of its own. Right. And so now yeah. the interest is really, you know, and you've gotten so much good, positive feedback from people um, that are really not only enjoying it because of the art itself, but learning from it. And I think mm-hmm. that is just such a great um, statement for mm-hmm. what you've done. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. It's, it's interesting because the, the project itself for me was um, sort of a way to create connections between people that may not have already existed. Um, so, you know, for example, my going out to photograph Frank created a connection with my son, Evan, mm-hmm. which then is now creating a connection with you and with whomever right. be listening to this. And so, you know, these, these connections really do happen in a, in an interesting way. And I'll have a lot of people who see those who knew Frank, who were, um, grew up, they were friends with his kids growing up and, and things like that. So, um, there's, yeah, there's a, a real level of connection that happens mm-hmm. with these photos that, that I hadn't anticipated. Uh, but I'm, I'm really pleased with the way it's. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, just a little I mean, web of life going yeah. on there. I mean, cause we found you, I found you on social media. I found you on, on Instagram and like I said, admittedly never been to Maine and the, the main mm-hmm. portion of it for, to, to me, wasn't what was drawing me in personally, but what mm-hmm. was drawing me in was the stories of that older generation and mm-hmm. just how, you know, these, these really wonderful stories of inspirational people. And so mm-hmm. that's kind of, you know, that's universal, right? Mm-hmm. That's not, I mean, that's just whether it's Maine or, you know, who knows where, but I love the fact that it happens to be, you know, there, there's a story mm-hmm. behind that about the oldest demographic, I mean, the dem- oldest demographic state. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I can't, I, I'm excited to see where this goes for you. And, you know, I yes. hope that in some way we're some small part of it. I think that that will be, sure. um, you know, really rewarding for mm-hmm. all of us for yeah. sure. Yeah, that'd be great. So again, your website is? Uh, it's jasonpagesmith.com, and that's P-A-I-G-E. Right, page with an I. And on Instagram? Uh, it's just Jason Page Smith on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And anywhere else, Facebook, Twitter? Uh, I am on Facebook for uh, Jason Page Smith also, awesome. um, and I don't use Twitter, so no, no not worries. on there. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Well, like I said, we'll put those links and the people and people can find a pre-order for uh, the old estate on your website. And mm-hmm. um, if they order it now, is there a date by that they will get that signed copy? Uh, I don't have an actual ship date yet, but it should be um, my my goal is uh, by, I believe, July or August of this summer. So hopefully awesome. I'll have everything out by then. Awesome. And how much is it? Can I, can you, can you tell us? Uh, sure. Yeah. The pre-order is, uh, is $30. Oh, okay. That's a great, there yeah. you go. $30. <laughs> well worth it. Lovely. Like I said, and I think it's going to be, I mean, a great story and we've just enjoyed learning more about it yeah. and, and sharing it with our audience as well. Yeah. Appreciate it. 
All right, Jason, have a fantastic weekend and we look forward to hearing from it. And when, you know, when the book goes live, we'll, we'll definitely send it Do out little, the word again. Yeah, a little show. Yeah. That'd be great. Awesome. Great. Okay, Thank you for your interest and support, guys. Appreciate yeah. it. Thanks so much, Jason. Thanks, Jason. Thanks for listening to the Live Happier Longer podcast. Now it's time to move, learn, share, give, and let go. Five daily actions to make the rest of your life the best of your life. See you next week. Hey, we are so happy that you found us and we appreciate you listening to the Live Happier Longer podcast. But you don't need to just hang out with us here. Come find us on social media. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash five for life cool and we're on instagram at happier longer life and we're also on twitter mm -hmm, at happy longer life so check it out we hope to see you there